If you've struggled with stress, balance, or burnout, and simply felt discouraged or even defeated, if you're ready to move from force to flow and enjoy ultimate Zen success in your career, health, or relationships, then this podcast is for you. Your host, Carissa Sims, is an entrepreneur, corporate consultant, best-selling author, meditation teacher, and healer who has found her own Zen success. Here's your host, Carissa. Welcome everyone to Zen Success. I'm so excited that you've decided to join me today. Now let's dive into the topic for today. Take a deep breath. We're going to be discussing the tagline of Zen Success, moving from force to flow. 2022 is a perfect year for your success, for an effortless success, for a type of success that you've always wanted, but you didn't know you wanted it. And now you're going to get clarity on that. So I wanted to start off by saying a little bit about some numerology. Now, this past year, 2021, was a five-year. A lot has changed in our world. That is true. It was a year of gaining knowledge, of planning, of preparing, gathering and prioritizing really what's important to you. 2022 is a year of action. It is a year of community, building community, and collaborating, and maybe getting a mentor or really learning from someone who's doing what you would like to do and following in their footsteps or asking them if you could learn from them and talk to them every once in a while or sign up for one of their programs really get intentional about what your vision is for success. So I'm just so excited that I'm starting this podcast in 2022 because this is your year to manifest. And and if it doesn't manifest, at least get clear and begin to take action towards what it is you'd like to manifest. Now, I know it's the holidays have passed and a lot of people set New Year's resolutions in January and it is a fresh start. It feels exciting and a great time to set goals and to be clear on what you want to do in 2022. That is beautiful. And if you'd like to journal now about that, that would be amazing. You can write, what does success look like for me? Now, if you're driving, you can replay this part when you get home, or if you're listening to it and you don't have a way to get a pen and paper feel free to do this later. And also think about success in all areas of your life. Okay. What would it look like to be healthy, 
Would it maybe be going for a walk in nature a few times a week or daily? Or would it be detoxifying your body, maybe planning some detoxes for the year, which is so healthy for you? There are so many different types of cleanses and detoxes that you can do to get your body ready to absorb the nutrition that it needs and to really help clear your cells and renew your body, which can happen through fasting and detoxifying. Obviously, detoxing, you want to check with your doctor and make sure it's safe for you. There is a great book by Bragg called The Miracle of Fasting. It talks about benefits of fasting one day a week or a couple times a year doing something more intense, maybe seven to 10 days. And it could be an all juice or it could be simply fruit or liquids, smoothies, soups, things like that. So whatever works best for your style and your current health, you can look into that. Maybe it's focusing on healing some kind of ailment that you have. So look at Zen success for your health too. And when I say the tagline, moving from force to flow, to just allow the right people to come into your life to give you the wisdom that you need. Maybe it's the right doctor. Maybe it's a person that has healed a disease similar to yours and you've been looking for guidance on that. So setting that intention and then letting it go. So that's what I mean, moving from force to flow. Let it go and allow the knowledge and wisdom from the universe, from the collective consciousness to flow into you so that you know when to take divine right action and figuring out what diet is best for you because everybody has unique needs. I know for me in curing my cancer, it was eliminating sugar, dairy, eggs, and I do eat meat occasionally, sometimes fish, but I'm not drawn to that anymore and eating a lot more vegetables, fresh fruit, a lot of raw foods. And I found that along with a guided supplement program, that was it for me that was able to feed my body what it needed to facilitate the healing that happened over the past year and a half for my cervical cancer. So that was just my example. And then I also wanted to say for if you're setting an intention for relationships, maybe it's family relationships, maybe it's love relationships, how can you move from force to flow in that area of your life? So again, you're going to first set the intention and be clear about it and really visualize yourself in this healthy relationship, having fun, laughing. Maybe it's going for hikes in the mountains, going to the beach, 
And what do you smell? Do you smell the pine? Do you smell the ocean air? Really going into that space where you feel that connection with this other person or you're feeling happier. Maybe it's a better connection with your kids or keeping that connection. So then once you have that intention in this area of your life, then you want to let it go. If you force this goal or dream on the universe, it actually blocks it. If you keep on being in action where you're pounding um, the universe or, you know, trying to force a relationship to get better or find one in and of itself, just finding someone new, then that can block that flow of allowing that person to come into your life. So I thought that was really interesting. And that actually happened to me with my husband. It was only when I had this intention of getting married and having two kids and all of this. And it was only when I truly let him go where he felt this release and openness so that he could choose to come back to me and to be together and to move forward in our relationship and get married and have kids and everything that I had dreamed he had also wanted, but wasn't quite ready at the time we met and started dating. Now, I'm not saying it could be the same person for you. Maybe that's not the right person for you. Maybe there's a new person, or maybe there's someone in your life that is more of a friend that you haven't thought of as a relationship. So the key to manifesting is really relaxing into that energy of allowing where you just like take a deep breath, you close your eyes and say, I allow this love relationship, this healthy life, this abundance to flow to me easily and effortlessly. So affirmations can help and tapping on the thymus in between the ribs can help as you say the affirmations, looking in the mirror can help. And also with relationships, really diving deep into loving yourself because when you can really embrace that love for yourself that vibrates out beyond your soul, beyond your space, beyond our wildest dreams. And whoever needs to feel that love can pick up that sensation and come into your life somehow. So that is a really important step if you are looking to manifest a love relationship. And I'm going to be having guests on my show talking about different relationship issues or health issues or uh, abundance and, and how they've attracted all that type of success in their lives. So that will be interesting as well as we go on to hear people's stories, to hear how they achieved Zen success and what Zen success is to them and how maybe sometimes it's time to step back and 
not take any action, to give yourself self-care. For me, I just got back from the mountains and I unplugged. I My cell phone didn't come in. There was no Wi-Fi and there was uh, hot springs there and it was right by a river. And this hot springs was so healing. So I was in this space of just loving myself and letting go and just being in the moment for a couple of days with my girlfriends. So my friend planned this trip and I was very busy and I said, oh, can I work up there? And she's like, yeah, there's Wi-Fi and I get there and there's not. So that is about going with the flow and what my soul needed at the time was to unplug. And maybe that's what everybody else needed as well so that we could actually connect to one another and really feel each other's presence. So I did feel deeply connected to these women when I wasn't like distracted by electronics, by my phone, by my computer. Now, I still brought all of these things because I planned on doing things. And I and I did do one workshop where I was being interviewed. And amazingly, my friend's cell phone worked. Her hotspot worked. So I was able to do my class. That was the purpose of pain and talking about the gift that pain can have in our lives. So that was interesting. And I wasn't stressed at all. I just let it go. And it all flowed perfectly. Like a minute before I was able to connect to this Zoom meeting and share my gifts and give healing to the people that needed it. So I thought that was really an example of moving from force to flow. And the river that was there was so healing. So we would hang out in the hot springs and it was a private tree house. I mean, isn't that amazing? So it was all on the second level and built on this tree. And then the hot springs were below. So we would hang out in the hot springs in the morning and at night. And then we would go to the river to have the cold. And oh my gosh, I was like, that. talk about moving outside your comfort zone. I had never done that before. I didn't tell them, but I had never laid down in the river and it was so invigorating. And this is Colorado, okay? This is cold river coming from the snow and mountains. And there was something so healing about that moving pure water and it just invigorated me. And so coming from the river and the hot springs where it was so warm and comforting, like just mother earth wrapping her arms around you like a blanket and then coming back to reality, I guess, (laughs) coming back home, I was just so inspired and like ready. And I was fulfilled. Like my cup was full 
And so now I'm able to take action in my business, record this podcast, and be so motivated. It's like fuel for my fire in inspiring others and helping others achieve Zen success. Because I really have this intention where I just want everyone to live their best life and to not stress about it, to not force it, to let it flow, to allow the universe, God, whatever it is you believe in, to let those gifts flow into your life like the river (laughs) that I was experiencing in the hot springs. Beautiful. So that is one aspect about relationships. You know, another thing that I wanted to mention about moving from force to flow is that something that can really help is feng shui. So I have an episode in my podcast, You Inspired, on money as an energy game. So cleaning your house, feng shuiing your house to allow that success to come in. That is a beautiful thing. So you can look at that episode And I also have a friend who has a YouTube channel called Kylan Light on YouTube, and she does tarot card readings. And also she talks about feng shui and the power that it has to bring in whatever it is your heart's desire is. And and it just helps it along. So feng shui can help about 20% of the time. The other percent, 80% is your intention is the timing of things is what is your destiny and are you living it so a lot of other things that can help are looking having someone look at your palm and seeing what your future holds or doing past life regression or doing soul reading so you can discover your purpose and i know i went to a healer recently And she said that my dharma, that's the way she talks, my purpose is to spread the message of healing, truth, and justice. So I thought that was really interesting because I never considered myself someone who fights for justice and truth. But maybe I will step into that purpose in my life in the future. And it's just interesting to get that perspective. And if you ever want any connections in this area, you know, feel free to reach out to me. And I also do free 30-minute discovery calls if that is interesting to you to figure out how we can clear any blocks to allow you to move from force to flow in your life. And it's typically good to focus on one area at a time. I know I'm now I'm saying, okay, let's set your intentions for health and relationships and money or job. But when you're working with a healer, someone like me or a psychic, it can be helpful to focus on one area of your life and then and then kind of like it actually helps clear a lot of the blocks in other areas too, believe it or not. So 
like say, for example, you want to focus on relationships. That might mean cutting some cords in your life, letting go of the past, letting go of patterns from your parents or other people in your life that you have modeled your life after and you just realize this is the same pattern that my parents have been in and it's not your fault. It's just a pattern that needs to be recognized and then released from your life so that you can heal it. And, you know, it's not necessarily your fault that you're having these blocks, but it is your responsibility to be awake, to be aware, and then move forward with your life without this burden, without this block. So I just wanted to mention that. And now is the best time to heal your life. And sometimes healing can happen in layers and you'll need to heal relationships first in order for you to allow more abundance in your life or health. You may need to heal something that's a dis-ease in your body to allow more abundance to come in and they can tie in together. So It's just wonderful to set that intention for all of those areas in your life and then hold that space for that to manifest in the divine perfect timing. So another thing that's coming up that can really help in addition to feng shui is astrology. So there's certain times of the year when Mercury is in retrograde where it's not really a good time to start new projects or to sign contracts. A lot of times during when Mercury is in retrograde, this is a time to finish up things, to clean up your life, to clear out what no longer serves you. And I know Marie Condon has a great book on this. And just things that bring you joy, you know, like looking at, okay, does this still serve me in my life? Do I still want this in my life? So that's what, when Mercury is in retrograde, you want to really look inward and take that time to finish things. It's for completion, but to not sign new contracts, not start a new business. That is for after retrograde. Now, of course, you don't need to follow this advice. It's just a suggestion. It's just a suggestion to help you move from force to flow. Because if you're in alignment with what's happening, Happening in astrology and the universe and the planets, then it just pushes you along. It just helps manifest faster. That's all. And so you can also pay attention to your birth year and your numerology, your number, your purpose. And for relationships, the Enneagram of figuring out what your number is that can help understand other people in relationships as well. So doing a little self-discovery can really help in moving from force to flow because you can kind of see, oh, okay, this is my tendency. This is my purpose. I have a life path and my birth date is an eight which is learning about abundance. And I think that's maybe why I wanted to do this podcast on Zen success because I love helping people make more money in their lives, have more joy, have a great relationship. But 
you know, live their dreams and also make money so that they're comfortable, so that they're not stressed about life and how they're going to get food on the table. I just really love igniting people's success. And that's, that is my life path and eight. So I wanted to say that astrology can be another tool for you to help you be in the flow of the universe. And you can look at what's happening with the planetary alignment. Sometimes there are solar flares that can affect us. Sometimes the full moon is a great time for letting go of old patterns and also setting intentions for what you want to manifest. And you can charge your crystals in the moon and carry those crystals around with you. And they can all support you in manifesting your dreams. So you can look into that numerology, astrology, feng shui. Those are all great tools to help you move from force to flow. And then another thing that I love and I'm an advocate of is meditation. So meditation gets you to drop into the zero point field, the unified consciousness of all that is. And you can get divine inspiration. That's where a lot of my ideas come in. And sometimes maybe your ideas come in during the shower or when you're on a walk in nature. Think about where inspiration happens for you and give yourself that self-care. Prioritize yourself because then you can be in alignment and take divine right action when the time is right. You'll get a thought oh, you need to email this person. I get very specific instructions and I don't always follow it right away. But the timing of things is also important because maybe at the same time that you're thinking about them, they're thinking about you. And like that'll happen with my mom. You know, that sometimes happens where people, you get a call, I was just thinking about you, right? I mean, that's part of the collective consciousness. That's part of our own psychic abilities that are being activated and used. So I just wanted to mention that meditation is a powerful tool to get you to just drop into that unified field where you can manifest anything you'd like. And visualizing what you want to achieve. So taking this goal that you have and putting it into your meditation. That's what I do with my clients. So after I remove the blocks, then I fill that space in with their dream. And I put them right there in the dream. Because how to move from force to flow with your goals is you want to align with it. You want to vibrate at the same energy. Okay. If you're wanting, let's say a Tesla and you're looking at other people with Teslas with envy, you're actually blocking that success to you. I know that sounds interesting. And, but when you can bless them and say, oh, I'm so happy for their success. I see myself there too. I am in alignment with them because you see them that's in your consciousness. You are vibrating at that level. So that's possible. So whenever I see someone successful or I'm attracting someone successful, I'm so excited because I'm like, that's in my vibration. I'm in alignment with that. And that can be true for me too. So be careful about jealousy, envy, those emotions, and try to transmute them into 
joy for that person and gratitude and bless them for their success. And once you get to that point, oh boy, just watch that abundance flow into your life easily and effortlessly. For abundance, I tie that into creativity as well. So sometimes during meditation, you might get ideas for businesses or for online courses or for books, or you might just get an idea and you don't know what to do with it. So having a mastermind can be really helpful or connecting with other men and women who have done what you've done can be really helpful because they can see more because they've been there. So they can kind of expand that one idea into something exponential that maybe you hadn't even thought about. So that is an opportunity. That is just such an opportunity for you to expand something, an idea, and then maybe take action on it and write that book or start that business. And then allow that abundance to flow into your life, you know, through marketing, through connection with others. And so meditation is a great tool for bringing in abundance. I know sometimes when I work with my clients on abundance, I like to first start off with healing the blocks. Sometimes I'll see patterns from their parents of, you know, never having enough. And I actually had that pattern to with my dad, but not with my mom. So I had kind of conflicting money stories with my parents, which is all wonderful. Everybody has their own unique story and pattern. And so for one of my clients, I was able to remove that block and then we could focus on more creativity. So more creativity came in, which then created the abundance for her. So that's just one example of how we can move from force to flow. Because a lot of times when we have blocks, we're forcing things. We're just like action, 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 and never taking the time to reflect, to drop in and to figure out, okay, is this really the right way? Because sometimes when you're forcing something, then, and it's not happening, it might be time to let it go and revisit it another time. Maybe the timing's off. Maybe it's not the right person. So there could be so many different reasons why something isn't manifesting. A lot of times in the universe, it takes time for the people to line up, the right people to serve you, to help you, to be your business partner, whatever it might be. So there's so many things to take into consideration for that. And I just encourage you every day to take that time, meditate, breathe, be with yourself and allow the magnificence of who you are to flow through your being. Let your heart expand with what's possible. And may you move from force to flow and have your own Zen success. Thank you for joining me today. Please Go to my website, zensuccesspodcast.com and provide any feedback. I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to ask any questions there. 
and sign up for my free gift and enter to win a VIP experience with me. Namaste. That's it for today's episode of Zen Success. Head on over to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to the show and share with friends. One lucky listener who submits a review will win a chance in the grand prize drawing for a priceless VIP experience and gifts with Carissa herself. Be sure to head on over to zensuccesspodcast.com and pick up a copy of Carissa's free gift to help you on your Zen success journey and join us on the next episode. Share with friends and increase your chances to win. Mm-hmm.